everyone. Welcome back to the Cosida Connection podcast after a little bit of a hiatus. This is brought to you by the Cosida Young Professional Committee. I'm Katie Mucci, and I'll be your co-host for this podcast alongside Katie Hewitt. Hi, everyone. I'm Katie Hewitt, and we're excited to have you with us again today. After speaking with the rest of the Young Professionals Committee, we decided that this episode of the podcast should focus on the upcoming holiday season. For those currently in season with sport coverage, we'll discuss how to balance that during the holidays. For those of you who aren't in season with your sports, we'll be discussing ways to relax, enjoy some much-needed time off. So, Katie, we'll start off with you. How are you going to be spending the holidays this year? So, unfortunately, my husband and I will not be going home for Christmas this year. Um, This is the first time in our whole lives that we're, like, spending the holidays away from our family. So, it's sad, but it kind of gives us, like, a... A unique opportunity to start making some new holiday traditions for ourselves. So on Christmas Day, I'll be making a Christmas meal, um, which I have never done before. So stay tuned. I'll tell you if that was a disaster, I guess, on the next episode. But I don't have any sports in season during this time. So hopefully I can kind of relax and just rejuvenate and get ready for the 2019 year. What about you? And a baby. Yeah, and a baby. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. <laughs> what are you guys, or what are you doing for the holidays? So luckily for me at the Valley office, and this is how it was at my last job as well, being um, at a conference office, we closed down the office for a little bit. Obviously, we're not off the clock completely, um, especially with my job being pretty much strictly social media. And in Division One, as you know, we play a lot of games over the break. Um, that was something I didn't really deal with as much in D3, but now in D1, We have games on Christmas Day. We have games all around. So I'll still be doing my stuff, but I am going to get to fly home to Colorado, which is really nice because I did not get to go home for Thanksgiving since we were hosting our volleyball championship. So I haven't seen my parents or my brother. I haven't seen my brother for about six months and I haven't seen my parents for five, I think. So it'll be nice to go back there, get to spend some time back near the mountains. Always, always a good time and get to see their pup, which is my favorite part. No offense to my parents. But yeah, I'm excited to go home. That's so exciting. I'm excited for you. So now that we've touched a little bit on what our plans are for the holiday season, we wanted to get some other thoughts and ideas about not only how you celebrate the holidays, but also how you relax during this time or any time of the year, because it is always such a busy time for SIDs. So earlier this week, we posted on Facebook and Twitter to see what other SIDs were planning to do with this time. And after looking through some of those answers, we saw that there were a lot of things in common. Um, There were a lot of themes, I guess, if you will. And so we kind of wanted to share those and the groupings that made sense. And so I think we'll start with something that speaks to me is a lot of people um, responded in terms of like their tech and how they wanted to unplug So there were some people who said that they, in their time off, decided to disable the notifications on their phone or maybe even like delete some apps. Like I'm thinking maybe Twitter, that would be a good one. Um, Or maybe the email (laughs) app on your phone if you have some mandatory time off. Some other people suggested staying off social media, especially their team accounts, and then maybe even leaving their phone on the charger for the day and just, you know, stepping away from it. One person said... They picked a specific day, and that would be Sundays, to go completely off-grid and to refuse to check their emails on those days. And then in addition to that, there were some people who said they put on their auto-responses on their email, and so not only were they unplugging, but they were letting people know, like, hey, I'm not going to be checking my email today, or just completely turning off their phone. So I thought that was pretty cool, and I know that I personally 
get like some satisfaction when I spend the whole day like not attached to my phone. So those are some really good answers. Yeah. And that auto response is key, obviously, not only letting people know that you're not going to respond to them, but I think it holds you accountable too, because they already got a response. It's not like you have to get back to them immediately. And seeing the screen time on the new iPhone update has horrified me. I don't know if you've checked that very often, but that is horrifying. I get the like weekly notification and our volleyball team just (laughs) finished up their season, but we were in the postseason and we went to the Sweet 16, which was super cool. But every week it just kept increasing my screen time and i was like i'm not i understand why this is happening but also this is like not cool (laughs) like you need to chill yeah we also had some really fun answers um some of those well for for frank mccogliano over in new mexico curling (laughs) is one of his um ways to relax so i thought that was hilarious so that's always an exciting one there's also people who said that taking a mental health day which kind of goes with with self-care a little bit more or cooking was an answer for a few people, which I totally get. Um, It's always nice to just kind of like de-stress. And when you're over a hot stove, it's pretty hard to be on your phone or try to do anything with your phone. So it definitely helps you Mm. unplug. And then we did have some Kevin Jude said he likes to take his family to the Wisconsin Dells. John Cole was ambitious and created a whole (laughs) company. So, you know, no big deal. And then someone else said they're in a bowling league. And one other person even got season tickets to the Nashville Predators games, Taylor Flat, And he said that being in the car, driving a little bit to Nashville to get to those games, not only makes him stay off the phone while he's in the car, because you shouldn't be driving or texting, but also then once he's at the games, he's not using his phone. So that definitely gives him like probably four or five hours of quiet time um, whenever he goes to those games. So I thought some of those were really, really interesting. Just not just doing the simple things like putting your phone in airplane mode or deleting apps by actually going out and doing other I totally things. agree. And I also saw that Don Stoner mentioned that he volunteers with the Special Olympics. And I think that that's super cool. And, and like to your point, if you're actually physically doing something, then you're more likely to probably not check your phone. I know that if I'm just at my house like watching TV and that's that's what I really do to unplug, it's so easy to be able to just grab my phone and like look through Twitter mm-hmm. or check my email or answer a text message because you know people are going to be texting you or student athletes or coaches or whatever. So when you're out doing something, especially something maybe with your family or with friends, like it's a lot easier to kind of distance yourself. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think one of the key things for me, like my whole time in this career, now that I'm in my fifth year out of college, having friends outside the business, you know, it's sometimes it's just hard to make friends, especially because so many people in this field move around quite a bit or move across the country or things like that. But having friends who aren't in the business is so nice because they generally don't care about what you do. So you're not going to be talking about your job just for like a, a mental break from thinking about sports and thinking about stats and what you need to tweet or what was tweeted or whatever it may be. I think that's also a huge thing. Just having friends and family who don't actually care about what you do. So you don't talk about it. I totally agree. I know. I know someone, she she doesn't work in college sports, but she works in minor league baseball. And she always says like joining a church group was like one of the best things that she ever did because it's people that are like have things in common with her, but not work related things in common. So when she goes to meet up with that, that group, and she's also part of like a military spouses group, like there's community there for her because she doesn't live near her family. And I, I have always appreciated that and admired that. Yeah. And really, I mean, your life shouldn't revolve around this job. It, it's a job. Um, obviously there are huge benefits and, and great things that come from working in this field and you can feel very connected and you, you do kind of create sort of a family within your department or your team or your conference office, whatever it may be. But 
it still is a job and you do need to be able to separate having a, a, li- a good life and a good mental health by taking some, some days I agree off. and I think that that really lends well to um, another theme that we saw in these answers, and that's self-care. I know Chelsea Chamberlain from LSU said, treat yourself to, you know, a manicure or pedicure or retail therapy. Doesn't just have to be the ladies out there. Guys can do it too. But taking, you know, that time to like, and literally investing it into yourself. And then a lot of other people also mentioned just exercising and, you know, mind, body, spirit. Like, yes, we all love our jobs and we dedicate a lot of time and effort and thought into our careers but at the end of the day like our bodies are going to outlast all of our jobs hopefully so that's really important too yeah and i mean not to put legally legally blonde but exercising gives you endorphins <laughs> and endorphins make you happy um but really exercising is good like not just for physical health but it really does um there's studies that actually improves your happiness and your mental health. So it's always a good one. And then one other one that probably should have gone under self-care, or at least part of it should have, that I, when I was organizing these, I put under a different one. Someone mentioned mindfulness. There's an app called mindfulness, but I think it's just a general practice. There's probably millions of apps, but I've, I haven't done that because I'm too cheap to pay for the <laughs> real app, but um, I did the one day trial and it's just good. I mean, it's a lot about like meditation and just thinking and, and kind of focusing on, on yourself and just your mind. So I think that's a really, really important thing. Just like quiet time and focusing and maybe it's meditation. I know a lot of people who meditate and they, they find a lot of peace in that doing it first thing in the morning before they go out and start their work day, um, things like that. But then some other interesting ones, one that came up a bunch when we were going through this is reading. And I completely agree with that. Katie, I know you're on Goodreads and I am too. And I think we both set pretty lofty goals. You were at 75 yes, books. Yes, right? Hannah Bradley from the Southern Conference and I both have a goal of 75. And I don't want to say we're racing each other, but we are definitely like giving each <laughs> other pep talks this final month. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I'm like a, so I actually have Kindle Unlimited yeah. so I can download like a million books whenever I want. I'm at like 116 books, but that's because mostly because I used to fly so much that all I did was read. And then when I get bored, I read and they're not good books and they're not quality books, but they're books. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I love reading. It calms me down and it, it helps me just relax and step away from things. So I know that was a pretty popular answer. And then Blake Tim did say, kind of like we mentioned, take a break from sports, maybe, you know, not even games for fun. Just take a break from the mental stress that sports put on you. I know whenever, whenever I watch a game, I'm invested in whether it's for work or for fun. It's still stressful um, watching the Steelers play on Sunday. It's very stressful. Totally agree. My husband is like, he just loves all sports and we're originally from the Tampa Bay area. And so it doesn't matter what time of year it is, but in our house, there's either the Tampa Bay Rays on, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Orlando Magic, or the Tampa Bay Lightning. And it's like, sometimes, I mean, I love my hometown teams, but sometimes I just want to like not watch (laughs) sports <laughs> i'm overwhelmed yeah. by sports yes <laughs> yes especially when there's like 80 or 160 uh, games in the year like football 16 that's, well, that's enough for me lot. yeah i think the the last one we really haven't mentioned is sterling just talking about simple things like going out grocery shopping with his kids and i i mean that makes sense like just the simple things, just getting to spend time with your family whether it's doing chores or doing tasks or cleaning even um just spending time with the people you love I totally agree. And I think that we're getting to a point where there are more young professionals, especially in this field that have families, that that's going to be like become part of their 
routine and also part of the balance of everything. I know specifically Kyler, our producer, is um, his little boy is going to turn one this com- coming January. So he's balancing that too. But I, I definitely think that that's the direction that this career field is going with some younger professionals. So that's going to be huge. Yeah. So I guess building off of all these things we read from other people, Katie, do you are you someone who deletes your apps or turn off your phone or do not disturb? Like what what do you do to unplug? Sure. Um, I don't do this as much during the the like winter holidays, but over the summer, I definitely turn mm-hmm. off email notifications and Twitter notifications for my sport accounts. I did that for the first mm-hmm. time actually this past summer, and I noticed a huge change in like how I lived my life and the sports that I have are kind of weird because they just go from August to June so I don't really ever get like a break until like July and then Mm -hmm. the beginning of August so that was like that's something that I really enjoyed doing and will continue to do I think it's definitely a good suggestion if you can if you can afford it Typically at that time, there are a few emergencies. I shouldn't say there are no emergencies, but I figured if something was an emergency, someone would call me. Yeah, understandable. And I'm kind of the same way. I, I definitely am able to unplug a little, a lot more over the summer than I would be over basically the entire academic year. I've never deleted my apps. Mm-hmm. I think that might be a step too far for me. I might might have withdrawals, but I do like for Twitter, I'll turn it to where I only get notifications if someone mm-hmm. mentions us. Um, so then if they're mentioning us, I'm like, okay, it probably is important or something I should interact with. I don't, because if I get notifications because right. 20 people like something, I'm going to check it and start looking. So just having it on like only mentions has helped also turning off some notifications or do not disturb mode has been my favorite. So mm. I have that on every night all year long from 10 PM to 7 AM. Um, so really not times that anyone should be needing me on social media or by phone or anything, but I do have obviously some context put in there as the exceptions so they'll their calls will come through their texts will come through but I think that's that's nice too because for me a lot of the times out of sight out of mind um or out of out of sound out of mind I guess you could say if I'm not hearing the notification go off I probably won't look at my phone unless I'm already on it so it does help me especially that I'm not getting dings and thinking like oh you know I gotta check that because once I know it's there I totally cannot check it no red dots totally agree and I um I have an Apple watch and so like turning off the notifications to my watch is also key because it's literally on my body. (laughs) I can't, I can't ignore it. (laughs) So yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Sometimes we have a two story house. So sometimes I'll just leave my phone upstairs if I'm going to be hanging out downstairs. And I definitely think that we are part of a generation where like having your phone attached to your hand is totally normal, probably even like expected. And I Personally, I've noticed that it's just sometimes it can just be draining and I need to be like away from it. And that's really if that's really the only key or the only tie to the the outside world and not just in relation to like work, but life and, you know, news and it's 24 hour news cycle and politics and things like that. So just sometimes like getting away from all that and taking time no matter what you're doing to yourself is just there's no like there's no good cost like associated with that like there's no it's priceless yeah absolutely I mean I'm so addicted to my phone I think that I'm I'm literally having to buy like blue lens glasses because I'm hurting my eyeballs um, and that's my computer too so that doesn't help but 
yeah, I think especially, I mean, I'm 25. Like I got my first phone in eighth grade. I've literally grown up with a phone. You know, kids these days are starting even younger. Some of them are getting them in elementary school. And I think it's, yeah, you definitely need to step away sometimes because it's not. Maybe we should get those, those glasses people to sponsor us. (laughs) We should. We should. I, (laughs) I'm so excited about them because just especially like graphics, which is not like a major SID job. Staring at a computer is literally, I'll, I'll come home and I'll be like, I can't even keep my eyes open. I have my phone set to like the night mode where it makes like an orange view or orange screen, whatever, That's all the time. Crazy. It never comes off because like, I actually, I actually this is like totally eye. off topic, but I started wearing glasses when I was in high school and now at age 27, I uh, wear bifocals. So like my oh my eyes God. have just degraded like oh so gosh. much. <laughs> in my adult life (laughs) so smart to get those glasses and protect yourself as much as you can yeah I mean I didn't even really know about them and then I had a friend who worked for Warby Parker and she was telling me that like she would get glasses like just without Mm -hmm. without real lenses or like with just like clear lenses not like a prescription one and use that to help her but then they the blue lens thing became big and I got I ordered them (laughs) PBD but I'm, I'm hoping they help my eyeballs Next year, we'll catch up again, and we'll bring it up. Yeah, <laughs> you update us on your Christmas food. I'll update on my eyeballs. Perfect. Thank you guys so much for listening. We want to give a special thanks to everybody who responded on Facebook and Twitter to our, our little ask there. Um, you guys had some great ideas and thoughts on this topic. And then for anybody who wants to do it in the future, we generally do post something on one of the uh, SID Facebook groups and on my Twitter um, but usually it's shared from Cosida's Twitter as well. So make sure you're following Cosida. That's at Cosida News. Uh, my Twitter, if you want to follow me, is at Katie Mucci, and it's K-A-T-I-E-M-U-C-C-I. Katie, what's yours? Mine is at K-F-G-W-I-N-N-I-N-G. And our producer is muted, but let me give have him give you his. Oh, hey, everyone. Uh, my Twitter handle is Broadcaster KLL. <laughs> Um, you just either. have to take out all the vowels. So it's B-R-D-C-S-T-R-K-L-L. Awesome. And it is not too early to think about the Cosida Convention. Start saving up your money if you're paying it for it yourself. Start bribing your bosses if they're going to pay for it for you. Maybe get them a nice Christmas present. Um, one of the things to look forward to is the Cosida Attendance Grant. That has opened. Applications have opened. I have a lot of friends who have been able to attend the convention using that grant. I don't know if either of you guys have, um, Katie or Kyler, but um, you, you'd work a little bit, but you get to go to convention and it's always an amazing opportunity, amazing experience. You'll see tons of people you might've met through Facebook on the Facebook groups. Um, you'll see people you met on Twitter. You'll see some of your friends from colleges in your area. Um, so if you're worried about maybe being able to afford convention, the Cosida convention attendance grant is a great way to do that. I think the applications go through late January, early February, something like that. So make sure to get that in if you need to. Yes, thanks again to everyone who submitted their thoughts and ideas, and thanks to all of our listeners. We promise that it won't be that long before we hit you with another episode, so stay tuned. 